If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now, go. Hello, I'm Josh Whittacombe. And I'm Rob Beckett. Welcome to Lockdown Parenting Hell, the show in which Rob and I discuss what it's like to be a parent during lockdown, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, in an effort to make some kind of sense of the current situation... And to make me feel better about my increasingly terrible parenting skills... Each episode we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how well they're coping. Or hopefully not. And we will be hearing from you, the listener, with your tales of lockdown parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, none of us know what we're doing. Hello and welcome to Lockdown Parenting Hell with me... Well, Beckett. And me. Josh Wiggerton. Oh, I love that. Love that. She wants a fee, though, my daughter, for that. Yeah. <laughs> she got an agent. She's got an agent, yeah. Same one as me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how you been, Josh? I've been all right, you know. It's been fine. Um, still not got any knives or forks, but, you know, you can't have everything. <laughs> can't just spoon, in it? Just have soup. Yeah, exactly. The spoon doesn't fit in the lantern, so we get to keep our spoons. Oh, great. That's the dream. How have you been, Rob? Well, I know how you've been. Oh, yes. Because you've been sending me some voice memos. Yeah, well, well, I should, before we do this, I should say last week was talking about people being best friends with their mums. Yeah. And is that really a thing? And uh, my two-year-old hates me now, all of a sudden, has decided that she's got no time for me and I've got no part of her life. So um, we might as well do our new feature. Josh, what are you calling it? Uh, dispatches from the parenting front line. Lovely. So uh, shall we just listen to what you sent me this week? Let's do it. You're the best friend. Oh, thank you. Can you say it again? Mummy. Oh, is mummy your best friend? Yeah. Oh, what about daddy? No. Oh, so who's your best friend? Who's your best friend? Mummy. Oh. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think your wife is on your side in this battle. If anything, she's feeding the problem. That's what I thought, Josh. She is drawing that out of the child. And then she said that to me, apropos of nothing, and went, oh, not trying to be mean, but I thought it might be quite funny on the podcast. So now (laughs) she's self-produced herself into the podcast. (laughs) It looked like this sort of incredible mum, and I'm this annoying bloke who's just in the house. But it's a leading question, isn't it? It's a leading question. In court, I don't think that would be acceptable. I mean, it would be a weird question in court, who's your best friend? Yeah. Well, to be fair, it had happened earlier when, well, I went, love you, and she went, no. I went, I love you, she went, no. And and then she just went to me, you're not my best friend, out of nothing, out of nowhere. (laughs) But I think they're just bored of me. We've been indoors with each other a lot. I'm used to being away a lot. And even like, you know, Lou, you know, dropping off at preschool. So I think they're just bored of us as people. Yeah, I understand that. Mm. I understand. I understand being bored of you, Yeah. Um, that's the thing it's it's difficult that preferential thing because there's part of me when my daughter decides that she doesn't like me so she wants her mum to do the nappy 
that is offended. There's another part of me that thinks, fucking get in. <laughs> Absolutely delighted with this. And then I do leading questions. Off the back of that, I go, but, oh, you need someone to wipe your bum. Do you want mummy to do it? Yeah, mummy, yeah, mummy. Go, mummy. And then when you're in favour, so I've had, a, you, you know, you have periods in and out of favour. So, so you have some periods I've had where I'm the, oh, yeah. the favoured one. I'm bloody hell, I can't get anything done at all. I tell, I tell you how to make yourself not the favoured one is when they're bigger and they start, you know, going to the toilet themselves and they still need their bum wiped. The first time you wipe up a child's bum with tissue paper instead of a wet wipe, they react to you like you've just lit a match underneath their ass. <laughs> they are furious. <laughs> they are, they just go like, what are you doing? Why does, why is that dry? And why is it not, why, what's going on? And you're like, this is just what happens. As you get older, you've got to use a bit of tissue to wipe your ass. That's just life. Do you know what, though? You say that, obviously, and that's what we all do. But when you said that, I did think, oh, I bet it is good with a wet wipe. Maybe I'll go back to wet wipes. Look, I've dabbled with wet wipes. The only issue is you can't chuck them down the toilet, obviously. Oh, yeah. So now you've just yeah, got a course, bin full of, of soaking wet ass wipes. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were to invent a flushable wet wipe, that would be the dream they scenario. They do exist. It? But I'm dubious about their flushability. You don't want you don't want them to find out that you're the one responsible for blocking the sewage because you've been wiping your own ass with wet wipes. That'd be a disaster. A terrible PR headline for me in the spam. <laughs> that would be. That would be. Lockdown ass wiping rule breaker Beckett popped <laughs> to the shops of flushable wet wipes to give his ass a clean wet wipe. I reckon I'm going to call it. They'd come up with a snappier headline than that. But. <laughs> yeah. um, do you want some emails? Yes, please. It's the lockdown parody mailbag. But it's actually emails and there's no bag. So I've got a couple for you, Rob. Dominic Clark, we were talking about, um, I think I was talking about my struggle with making my child eat all of a pan of chocolate rather than just the chocolate <laughs> yep. bit. And how I then realised that the rest of it wasn't good for them. So uh, this is from Dominic Clark. Um... Josh's comment about the pan of chocolate made me remember a particular lockdown parenting low. One mealtime, we were having freezer kill. In this instance, it was a frozen pizza, alphabet shape, and peas. I added the peas to demonstrate I'm not an entirely neglectful parent. (laughs) As usual, my three-year-old was talking a lot and not eating a lot. So I found myself saying the following. If you don't eat your pizza, you won't get any ice cream. As if the pizza was the healthy bit (laughs) which she ate to be rewarded. Isn't that a low moment that you're trying to force us? I am living my life. If I could have pizza for every meal as an adult, I would do it. But I'd stay away from pizza. As a child, being kind of having to be talked into pizza with the the bribe of ice cream. I know. They don't know how good they've got it. I mean, I'm already thinking about what my three pizzas a day would be. I'm going (laughs) off. I'm having an egg in the middle for breakfast, (laughs) veggie at lunch, and then pepperoni for dinner. That's a clean three meals a day i i have a pizza at the weekend from takeaway on lockdown it's like my treat to myself which is nice. pathetic it's yeah. pathetic though isn't it really that that's what i'm looking forward to as i record what, this what will you get what kind of pizza is it is it like a margarita mate love it can i ask you a question yeah domino's and papa john's right the dip what's better what garlic dip do you prefer the papa john's uh, the one? domino's one yes but that's that's because i've got memories for me as well because i used to have domino's so much when i was at university Oh, right. So, so it's nostalgia. I, I can't separate it from a kind of nostalgic hit. Because the Domino's opposite my university used to do a deal, which was uh, $1.99 for a small margarita, which I'd probably have five times a week. So cheap. Yeah, it was so cheap. 
And just you could at that point in your life because you had a metabolism, this right? It feels like a painful advertisement from 15 years ago. <laughs> and I, I phoned up once and I, I said, um, can I get the small cheese and tomato to pick up? And they said, what's your name? I said, Josh. And they went, is that the Josh? And I thought, this has gone on too <laughs> yeah. far. A mini one ninety nine margarita pizza sounds like the treat of a widow. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's too small, Josh. Like, oh, he has his little pizza every Thursday. Did you see the queue of those cars queuing up for KFC? Yeah. Right? So I there was these all these people queuing up for this KFC drive-thru that's opened. And I was looking at that, and this sums up what my life is like. I was genuinely thinking, I'd love to be sat in a traffic jam in a car on my own. <laughs> Imagine the joy of being alone in a car in a traffic jam. The, the chicken seems by the by. Oh, I just get to the front and I carry on driving and just go around to the back and <laughs> yeah. go, I'm just here for the traffic jam. Just some alone time. Sorry, I got panicked. I didn't have enough time to think. Let me join the back of the queue. You carry on, you go, you go. <laughs> or just sit there and just let people go ahead of you. You know, like in the supermarket. You just want wings? Go ahead. You're just getting wings, just go ahead. I'll go next. <laughs> I would do anything to be in a queue. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I was worried we'd bring back the same team. I meant those blackout motorized shades. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Hall of Fame son. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Um... So this, uh, another one from Sarah Page. Hi, Rob and Josh. I'm currently trying to homeschool my five and three-year-old boys, struggling massively. The only brag I get is letting them play zookeeper with our five chickens. It started with them checking for eggs, giving them seed, etc. The next thing, their fear has gone. They're picking up the chickens, running around the garden in an escalation out of control. Last week, I went outside and they were putting the chickens down the slide. <laughs> At the weekend... My five-year-old was making an assault course around the garden. We thought this was good, keeping him entertained. Then he said he was going to put the chickens on it, saying he was going to check whether the chickens could do parkour. <laughs> now, obviously, the chickens didn't do that. It was all fine. They do peckle. But, but... <laughs> oh, yes, please, Rob. I know. Really strong stuff. Thanks, mate. Yeah, I was hoping. Really I'm, good. I'm a bit nervous to do it. The fact that, but... yeah, no, I yeah. think it's fine. Yeah, thanks, mate. Um, but she said, the wor- I walked away as I heard my husband shouting over chickens cannot do parkour <laughs> a sentence I never thought I would need to be said um we should add that she says all oh, the chickens were completely fine they haven't done any parkour don't panic so don't don't get in touch if, if you're worried about the chickens get in touch about the KFC bit <laughs> uh, right how do they get in touch Josh this is how you get in touch Email us hello at lockdownparenting.co.uk or we're on Twitter at lockdownparents. Our guest this week is Jason Manford. He's a comedian, actor, singer. He does everything now, doesn't he? Podcast, radio. It's a Renaissance man. Oh, a Renaissance man. Um, and he's homeschooling six children. Enjoy. Hello, Jason Manford. How are you? I'm well. How are you? We're all right, yeah. Do you know what? We're feeling better for doing this, aren't we, Rob? Yeah, and I love that energy, Jason. You're full of beans. Well, you know, I would like to say this was a purely selfless act, but it just gets us upstairs by myself for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice, 
nice, isn't it? Considering I'm, I'm out of work, I've never been busier. I need to go and do this just for, for nothing, but I'm going to go and do that upstairs. <laughs> Would you have done this out of lockdown? Absolutely not, but needs <laughs> no, must. Absolutely not. <laughs> so, Jason, um, oh. we should. Uh, this is a podcast, basically, that we set up because, you know, we've got, well, I've got a two year old and a four year old. Yeah. Josh has got a two year old, and it is, you know, it's brutal and it's hard work. So, we wanted to speak to other parents in lockdown oh. and find out how they're coping. Like, you've got, what's your. What's your setup, really, Jason? Must be really hard for you guys. Must be so hard. <laughs> so hard so there. What's, what's your setup at the moment? My setup is kids? that I have to uh, be Ofsted checked every so often because I have so many children in my house. <laughs> <laughs> we, to do the school run, I have a deal with Finland's buses. Uh, like, <laughs> it's mental. Um, so basically, I have six children. And yes. I have uh, four children with my ex-wife. I have two children with my new wife. She doesn't like being called that. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, what, the middle one? I don't know. Uh, so um, and so I have six children in our house. And at the moment, during, during this uh, period of lockdown, the children are between our two lockdown houses. My big four children yeah. are between my two lockdown yeah. houses. So uh, we have half the week with six children in the house and the other half the week with just the two little ones who are two and four. And, and which is your favourite half of the week, Jason? <laughs> Who's the favourite child? The two-year-old. Uh, like, <laughs> um, like, didn't even think about answering. The two-year-old. He's asleep at seven. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> sorry, go on. Which are my favourite ones? Uh, so, so how do your two parts of week differ? Yeah, I mean, they, they it's very different. You know, I've got one yeah. half of the week where it is full on homeschooling, getting stuff sent through from the schools, uh, trying to work out. I mean, basically, uh, teaching is a tough job. Don't get me wrong. I've got a lot of respect for teachers, but it's about 75% printing. Uh, there's a lot of printing. <laughs> the trees are taking a battering. It's a lot of printing. When we eventually yeah. get back outside, we'll be like, where, where, where are the trees at? <laughs> uh, <so laughs> we use them all, the homeschooling. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of that going on. Uh, so the homeschooling is good. And it's interesting. To, I mean, mine are all, my eldest the girls are 10, the twin girls who are 10. Uh, then I have a nine year old girl, a seven year old boy, and then a, a, a four year old and a two year old. Oh, what? That, I, I, I need a moment just to take that in. That <laughs> yeah. Is, that, I'd say that is the most difficult span. You've got the young nutter ones and then the older ones that are challenging yeah. you with like algebra and stuff. That's a brutal, oh, I mean, a brutal. I've lockdown. never realized how, I thought I was pretty clever. I didn't realize how thick it was. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what to Google. I don't even to find out the answer. I don't know what the question is. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how to Google this. We were doing active and passive verbs yesterday, and active and passive sentences. Right. And oh. I was genuinely learning it for the first time. Like, I don't even remember this coming up as a kid. Do they all get on? Like, do they police yeah, each but, other in a way, or? Well, yeah, in a sort of like, uh, you know, like American police, like a bit harsh. Um, <laughs> they they do police each other. They're, they're pretty good. I mean, what's what's quite handy, like for example, when we were doing active and passive sentences yesterday, is my uh, eldest girl acts almost like a teaching assistant. So <laughs> I'm sort of able to go, sweetheart, just come over here, just explain to me exactly what this means so I can teach the other children. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> There's a bit of that going on. Yeah. Um, but no, generally they're fine. I mean, obviously it's always hard trying to get a 10 year old to, to play with a two year old. Um, and weirdly after all day at school, uh, in inverted commas, um, <laughs> and, and then, and they keep moaning about it. Oh God, this, you know, this, and I keep saying to them, I just, I'm just honest with them. I say, look guys, this is new for me as well. I don't know what I'm doing and <laughs> this is this is not my job I don't know how to do this and I'm just guessing and getting us through this so the only way we can do this is to try and get through it together yeah. as a team uh, and and we are literally a team yeah uh, and what does the two-year-old so say to that the two-year-old I've got to say just says can I have an ice pop and uh, <laughs> can I say help yourself to the freezer and the knives are up on the shelf to chop it in half but um <laughs> Generally, we just keep talking. I think that seems to be the the trick is we can have a laugh, and there's moments where we, you know, we sort of lose it or whatever. And but what we try to do every day is to just talk about the situation and just try and explain it to each other what our frustrations are. Because you, it's easy to sort of think sometimes when I look at the kids, I think, God, I, I would have loved this when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would have loved it. Well, when you I know. was a kid, like I know it's totally different, but because I lived on Dartmoor. I used to get mm. a week a year off due to snow. Right. Like, just because the bus couldn't get through. And I could not believe that. Like, that was the greatest. And I don't think it's like... It's the dream. It was the dream. Yeah. And my parents didn't have to homeschool me for, for a week. No. So it was like... That would not have happened. I'd just get to watch Neighbours twice. Do you know what I mean? It was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. If, but if this happened in the 70s, no one would be homeschooling their kids. Absolutely not. You'd be like going, or you'd be like, go and do some forest schooling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Off, you Off you go. Go and play with a stick for three hours. That's your new friend. Yeah, I, I, it definitely wouldn't have happened. But in general, we, we've got a very odd relationship with uh, our children because we're of a generation of people who like to be liked. Yeah, and this is all. This is right across society. Anyone born late seventies, early eighties, and onwards were brought up in this uh, in a society that craves uh, acceptance and craves to be liked. And that's that's gone all the way through history, of course. But it's never been more heightened than it has with the internet generation. Literally, yeah. getting mm. a like on Facebook releases yes. the same endorphins in your brain as you know a, a rapper Wiz or whatever. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's 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 a drug. It's a drug, which is my. Drug reference of choice, and <laughs> and so what's hard is is parenting when your children uh, sometimes don't like you because as a parent, occasionally you've got to make decisions and do things where your parent. Does. So if your child, the person you love the most in the world, doesn't like you even for a fraction of a minute, oh. you're devastated. Yeah. Whereas our parents. They didn't care. <laughs> they didn't care whether you liked them or not. They used to say it to your face. I'm not here to be your mate. I'm just trying to get you through. Make sure you stay alive. I used to threaten to leave home three times a week. Two times, my dad had helped me pack. <laughs> where'd, you, where'd you want dropping? Have you, have you lost it with your kids at any point? I mean, you know you're sort of trying to be quite calm about it and yeah. the frustrations, but like, yeah. it's been totally you've just blown. Yeah, uh, the first PE with Joe. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they were looking at me like I was mental, but I gotta say, I'm I'm, I'm appreciating his uh, I'm appreciating his time. But the and I mean, and we enjoy his class and we do it every day. Um, but at the same time, if he ends up sports personality of the year, 
I wouldn't oh. be surprised. <laughs> There's not much competition, is it? That's happening. I mean, what's he going to do? And the winner is... <laughs> yeah, Lingard for keepy-uppies in his garden that you put on Insta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you, are you missing sport, Jason? Oh, my God. Yeah, so bad. I mean, I've been listening to, like, the the Match of the Day lads have got a, a podcast out where they just talk about old football games. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to say, sir. There's nothing to say. There's nothing to say. But what's weird is you realise what you add. You know, because yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan that generally just watched my football team. I think I was more of a Man City fan than I was a football fan. Like oh, I, yeah. I, I love football, but I love Man City, so I would watch them. And then I would watch the big games at Chelsea, Arsenal, you know, a Liverpool, Everton, or whatever, if needs be. But now. Oh my god! I would I would watch Scottish third division. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'd watch two lads in the park right now. Just have to kick them out. <laughs> I've heard whispers going like on that Twitter and that going. You do know that there's a Belarus are still playing. Oh, if you download yeah, this, isn't it? Yeah. you can watch the Belarusian top flight. And I, and I nearly downloaded it. I went, what are you doing? I know. I know. <laughs> Um, are you watching a lot of TV? Like, have you got rules on TV and stuff with your kids? I mean, usually what we have is on their iPads. There's a there's like you know you can do family iPad, family sharing. Yeah. So we have a, and so I have a thing where I can access their screen time, and you know they get an hour a day. And I put I, at the first week I put that up to two hours. So I thought you know, and then what are we what week week six now something like that. I just deleted it. I was like, just do what you want. Like, I can't even police this anymore. Uh, how are you doing with food, Jason? Um, yeah, uh, too well, uh, if anything. Are you feeding um, six? Must be tough, isn't it? Yeah, that is difficult. Um, and also what's hard is going to the supermarket and not looking like you're stockpiling. Uh, yeah, yeah. When <laughs> all you're actually doing is feeding your own family. <laughs> it's like why are we only having half a banana you're like well we're only allowed three so um yeah it has been difficult what I, what i did at the beginning again jason at the beginning of lockdown <laughs> what a guy he was you could have learned a lot from him i was doing family plans we were going through uh we were going through recipe books i was getting the kids to pick their favorite recipes because in all honesty you know and, and this is a hard thing to admit especially from someone who is you know i'm a family man and you know I, I i talk about my kids a lot but i was on i've been on tour since october i'm away six nights a week uh and then we're back two nights and then i you know commute a little bit but genuinely on the way back from leicester when we finished our last we did the last monday show before the lockdown come down in full force driving home i did have a moment where i thought to myself i am going to have to retrain myself to be a dad yeah you know i'm gonna have to come home and i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to relearn a lot of the stuff that i've sort of handed over to my wife and my ex-wife you know they deal with the the friends and the the feelings of things you know and i i'm sort of in an old fashioned type where i go well i go my job is i go to work and i earn this money and that comes into the house and and then and i spend me me a few days off that i've got a week hanging out and doing little bits and bobs together so to suddenly come back and be full time dad and homeschooler and all the, you know and counselor and you know and all those things suddenly you know not only am i trying to get used to who i am as a as this person suddenly not doing this job that i'm used to i'm suddenly having to get used to these children who are growing up right in front of my my eyes these 10 year old girls who are having you know full on conversations with 
friends and boys and whatnot on their messaging apps and stuff. Yeah. And and so there's a lot of things going on. These these people these these young people have got full on opinions on things. And and when it comes to food and things like that, you know, when I grew up, if you didn't have it for your dinner, you had it for your breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> Like my parents were very strict. Like it was, I went, I don't want this. And I think, well, I don't like, I tell you, I don't like broccoli, but I tell you what, I really don't like broccoli in the morning. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> with those two options, I would have it at night. Whereas these days, I think there's so much choice with food. Generally, you can get to a point where they feel like they've got a choice in the in in the food process. So I just let the kids go through the recipe books, and we read Superfood for Super Children and all those sort of books. And I said, right, get. Pick a load of things out, and then I'll buy those things. And it sort of worked out all right up to now. Oh, that's good. Whereas oh, that's me, good. yeah. Whereas for me, I'm still eating Easter eggs. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, you've uh, you've got like a house full, Jason. But if for mm. like in a bit of magic that like your wife and all your children just got disappeared for 24 hours, and it was still locked down, and you had the entire house to yourself and the day to yourself, what would you do? Mm. What would that day look like? I think it would. Half the day would be I'd try and sort out my um, ultimate team on FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've still got a right back at 76. Um, so I'd probably sort I'd sort that out. I'd definitely do that. Um, and But, I mean, trying to, crikey, I mean, trying to sort this house out. We've done nothing but clean. Yeah, spring clean the house, and but it's like you know, it's like shoveling snow while it's snowing when you've got kids around. It's just relentless, and so I think what would be nice would be just to get to a point where everywhere was lovely and tidy and done, and then I could bring them all back and go right. We at least I know now that the, the the basics are done, yeah. so I could just keep on top of it. Just that's a, been a, a big fresh nightmare. start with the house. Oh, what a treat! The that crumb would be. situation. In, but oh. we will hoover and there'll be just crumbs to the point now where the local birds are flying into the back door because they know there's going to be food on the floor. <laughs> We've become like Trafalgar Square, mid-90s. It's feeding ground. Yeah, so I'd probably I'd do a bit of FIFA, sort the house out. And um, I started um, one of those, the career mode the other day and uh, my wife was asleep next to us and I thought, I'll just get a start on this. And she woke up at one point. And, I, and obviously you started like a youth player. My wife woke up. She said, what are you doing? And I'm, I said, I'm just playing FIFA. She said, why aren't you playing? I said, I'm waiting to get on. <laughs> she said, you what? I said, I'm just waiting to get on. I'm, I'm, I'm new, aren't I? I'm new, I'm new to the team, so I don't get, I get that last 10 minutes for a few weeks before I, you know, I make a name for myself. She said, you've got half an hour to play football and you're spending most of it sat on the bench watching the computer playing football. <laughs> It's a tough game, isn't it? Tough game out there. Let let me ask you guys a question. Uh, In your house, is there like a chores league table with your wives? No, well, on on a Sunday, or I'm trying to get it moved to Saturday, um, is is cleaning day. So we do all the cleaning in one day. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's like um, one of us will take my daughter and then the other one will clean. And to be honest, last week... I was I was just desperate to do the cleaning because you're just in your own yeah. world. Yeah, you put the radio on, you yeah, podcast. Great. On. I know. Well, I I discovered ironing the other week. Do you remember ironing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I and I got a flashback to my dad doing it. So my so my, when my wife does it, she's in. We've got a little utility room out the back, and she does that. She does what she needs to do. I got this pile of ironing, lads. Let me tell you, it is it's the secret. It is the really. It, this is the dream ironing board in the living room. 
telly on. Oh, oh yeah. Nobody, nobody bothers you because oh. nobody wants to do the job. Yeah. Nobody checks on you. Yeah. Nobody comes in to check. And also, oh, what's a seven-year-old going to moan about a crease in his pants? <laughs> like, there's yeah. no comeback. No. There's no comeback. And also, if you're holding a red iron and the, mm-hmm. something's happening, you go, oh, can you grab the kids? I've got this. Yeah. yeah. I've got the iron. Yeah. It's like having a hot cup of tea with a baby in it. Oh, do you mind? I've just got this. One second. <laughs> I got a flashback of my dad. My dad used to do the ironing on a Saturday afternoon in front of Grandstand. Ah. And I now and I suddenly went, oh, my God, he was ahead of the curve, that man. Watching final score, doing the ironing, nobody bothered him. Well, it's that thing, isn't it? What used to be a job when you've got kids suddenly becomes your escape. Oh, oh my God. Recycling with a podcast oh. in. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> That pornographic. <laughs> I put the bins out yesterday. It was like two weeks in Iron Apple. <laughs> um, have you got? Have you got any like? If you had one tip that you've kind of learned that's actually helped you parenting in lockdown, is there is there anything that you've kind of gone? Oh, that would really help other people parent in lockdown. It's hard, isn't it? I think because you know when again when you when when we talk about pre lockdown or early lockdown jason you know <laughs> i was thinking about learning portuguese and sign language and maybe the the ukulele <laughs> and now i'm just trying to get through it roughly within the same boxing weight category as i started <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, um, I th- I, God, I would hate to patronise anybody by giving them tips on how to parent. Crikey, what you end up doing is playing this weird, like, game of I call it top tired or not tired uh, with your wife, which is essentially unless you are the most tired, you're not tired at all. <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's how it works, like in relationships. And so you're constantly on this, like you're just dropping things into conversation. You know, I did I did the washing the other day and, uh, you know, my wife said, oh, nice of you doing that. I said, yeah, I thought I'd get it done. And she she meant to say it as a compliment, but what she said was, um, oh, no, it's really good that you're doing that because it's knackering in. I've done it for the last five weeks. And then she left. And <laughs> so what she left me with was I've not been doing, even though I am oh. doing the washing right now in the present, I've not been doing it yeah. for the last five weeks, you know. So it, there's those little, mm. those little like digs. I had a moment. Let me tell you this. I had a moment. At least you didn't take it with you, Jason, and then uh, <laughs> and then hold it. it with you until you asked about it on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you this. When we first started the uh, lockdown, I said to the kids, "Right, we've done. A, I've done a schedule. I think that's my tip. Actually, uh, is schedule, schedule, and routine. That is the only thing that's going to get you through." this whole process. So, you know, I've been getting the kids up as if we were going to school. Uh, we start at half nine, so it's, it's not too bad, but, you know, it still makes sure we're up and dressed and washed yeah. on a school day at the regular school time. And we have a break time at the same time and we have lunch time. I get the kids to make their own lunch. That's been a revelation. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then in the afternoon, we do some chores around the house uh, together. So I get the kids, right, I go, you two are in charge of the dishwasher. Uh, you guys are going to hoover upstairs. And it's been, you know, it's been quite good in that respect. Um, but what I did on the first day was uh, my wife was in the kitchen. And I was just saying to the kids, right, this is the schedule. We're going to oh, do Joe Wicks. Uh, we do this, do this. And I said, in the afternoon, we're going to do some chores around the house. I'm going to teach you some domestic stuff. Um, so we'll do that. We'll do the washing. And I, I just heard like a scoff. You know that noise you like that only your wife can make that just goes right into your heart from another room? She sort of went, ha! And I said, what are you laughing at? She said, oh, you, you're going to teach them washing are you? You're going to teach yourself first, are you? And I said, hang on. This is in front of the kids. I went, hang on a minute. I said, I've been using that wash. I've been using a washing machine 
all my life, man and boy. I know my way around a washing machine. I might not use it at the moment, but I know my way around a washing machine. I was livid, secretly. I was livid. And she said, go on then, show us the... Show us the washing machine. I said, don't patronise me. I don't want to use a washing machine. And I marched into that utility room. I said, right, guys, you pull the drawer out and you uh, and you and you put your washing your washing powder in. And it was the drawer for the dryer. I wasn't even looking at the right machine. <laughs> <laughs> just, stood, just stood there with the wrong drawer. <laughs> Rob, you've got. You always like to end with the same question, don't you, Rob? Yeah, I just wanted to know if you've had a like um, lockdown highlight and low light, or a point where you was like, "This is amazing! What an amazing time with my kids!" And then a point where you just thought, "I can't go on. <laughs> I need to run away." So the highlight has been uh, having our what essentially has become a compulsory bike ride every day. Yeah. Uh, which we've never really done before. You know, often when I do have my few days off a week, I'm so knackered from the week. The idea of getting out and doing some exercise, even with the kids, is is beyond me. So spending that hour uh, or 45 minutes or so cycling around, and we, we sort of live in a, a, a little town that I didn't realise was so close to countryside because I, <laughs> I just drive everywhere and I walk to the little shop and that that's it. So we've gone out on our bikes, and between us, we've discovered – all this lovely, uh, this green area, and we can see uh, the Peak District in the distance, um, and we take, like, a little bag of apples, and there's some uh, horses in a field, and we feed these horses. And, like, it's been really lovely yeah. getting to know the kids in the, and also getting to know our our local area that we didn't realise we were ah. so fortunate to live oh, in. that's nice. So lovely. that, I would say, has been our highlight. Um, and... What was the other question? The low light. I mean, that's the beauty of parenting, isn't it? You know, you have that moment of thinking, I would do anything for this child. I love them the most in the world. But sometimes I'd put them through a fucking window. <laughs> um, that's, the, that's the beauty of being a parent. Um, yeah, I think that a low light for us would probably be me and my wife had a full-blown argument, like full top of our voices shouting at each other in each other's face uh for about 30 seconds because she was adamant we were making the bed she was adamant that uh a duvet is perfectly square and i was adamant that it's slightly rectangular (laughs) (laughs) and and so that's why it has to go in a certain way into the duvet cover otherwise you end up with uh sort of like a foreskin uh bit of extra duvet at the ends of the bed i think i'm 100 right um but it was a full-blown argument where we started getting like protractors out um (laughs) like we were measuring stuff like it was like full-on googling it's a a duvet square or rectangular ridiculous level (laughs) Oh, it's been brilliant. Thanks so much, Jason. It's been a pleasure to speak to you. Thank you very much. All right, guys. Good luck with the ukulele. (laughs) (laughs) There we are. Jason Manford. Um, Six children. I'll say it again. Six. It's... It's a hell of an achievement, isn't it? The age Not to have six children, obviously, that's an achievement in itself, but to homeschool them. Yeah, that's, I mean, and the ages are tough as well. They're so young and like, from like little two-year-old babies up to like proper schooling, like proper maths. And it ain't just a bit like, oh, what shape's this? 
fractions and stuff, but good on him. He's oh keeping it positive. Word. That's the main thing. Thank you to Jason. Good luck with your homeschooling. Also, as well as homeschooling, in the news, he was serenading a woman on a front drive. He applied to be a was Tesco he? driver and he's doing oh, volunteering, yeah. driving old people around with a high vis on. The man's an animal. Does he sleep? The man wants to get out of the house. That is what we That's what we take from that. <laughs> yeah, that's, he's had enough of the homeschooling. I'm going to drive that man to that appointment. See you next week, kids. <laughs> um, this is how you can get in touch if you have anything to say about the things raised in this show. Email us hello at lockdownparenting.co.uk or we're on Twitter at lockdownparents. And don't forget to rate us five stars, please. Um, subscribe, tell your friends about it, anyone else with kids. And, and also you can listen to this guilt-free with your headphones in while your kids are watching the telly. So that's a little tip to do there from, from us, Josh. And that's fine, isn't it? Yeah, fine. Totally fine. Do that. They, they don't realise. But do you know what? A kid would be very offended if you listened to Louis Theroux while they were watching TV. Yes. So that is a warning to you. Yeah, don't, do not listen to him. Or right, We've got to stop mentioning him, Josh, because then they go and listen to his podcast. Yeah, I know. He had Boy George this week. I thought that sounds interesting. That is a good, that is a good booking. Right, but let's not go up, into... Shut up, Josh. What? Sorry. You're plugging his guests. Um, oh, oh, ne- next week. <laughs> Who's he got on next week? I don't know who he's got on, but we've got Boy George. Let's, let's claim it. Let's uh, claim no, it. No, we haven't got... Don't lie about what we've got. Sorry. Come on. We've got great guests next week. A nice surprise one on Tuesday. Enjoy. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.